may be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. This is the 41st sermon in the series of homilies on the Sunday Epistle readings. It is my practice every year to follow a cycle of one year I will preach on the Gospels, one year on the Epistle readings, and the next year on the Divine Liturgy. So we are in the midst of this year of preaching on the Sunday Epistle readings. The passage that was read today includes one of the most powerful phrases in the New Testament, one of my favorites. After going through a long litany of Old Testament saints and a description of how many of them suffered for their faith, St. Paul describes them in this way, of whom the world was not worthy. Of whom the world was not worthy. It is often said that the mission of the church is to produce saints. And it is my mission as your pastor to help you become saints. So that through your prayers, even a poor sinner like me might be saved. As parents, our mission is to produce saints in our children. And as grandparents, to produce saints in our grandchildren. We live in a world that is becoming increasingly hostile to the Christian faith, to holiness, to sanctity, to the producing of saints. Our Lord Jesus Christ has commanded us to be in the world, but not of the world. How do we do this? Clearly, we do not want to be in the world and also of the world. We want to be salt and light in the world. But we do not want to be of the world. In other words, we don't want to be afflicted with the same things that are afflicting the world. We don't want to be held captive by the passions like most of the world is. Sadly, though, this has been the situation in our country for about the last 60 years at least. Christendom in America has become very worldly and secular. Even within the Orthodox Church, even within Orthodox circles, there has been a tendency to accommodate the world at the expense of godliness. You know, there may have been a time in our culture, because of its basic Christian roots and its origins, that being American and being Orthodox were compatible both taking us in the right direction. 
I want you to imagine a large ship that's going down a wide river, peaceful river, surrounded by beautiful scenery, hills and meadows and farm fields. This is our country moving through history and our church on this big ship moving with it, the American church. But now the scenery is less pleasing and the ship is moving faster. And we see things breaking down and we see things on fire. And on down the river, as we look down ahead of us, we see the spray of a waterfall and we hear the roar of water crashing. And we are on this ship heading for it. What do we do? What do we do? Many see two options. One, we can stay on the boat meekly obeying the commands of the captain and moving on towards the waterfall. In a certain sense, that is what the American church has been doing for quite some time with very little resistance. We have let others steer the ship while we have lived our quiet lives, going to work every day, going to church on Sunday, and trying our best to be good Christians. Second option, we can get off the ship. Some people have moved to Russia. Not a bad option. We have read the book, The Benedict Option. We have looked at that. We have studied and explored it. The basic idea is to accept the fact that our culture cannot be reclaimed. The ship is headed towards the waterfall. It cannot be reclaimed. We can only abandon it and create our own culture by focusing on building true community centered around our Orthodox faith. Become a culture within the culture. Well, I would like to suggest a third option. Imagine that in this river there is a fork. One way leads to the waterfall that we hear roaring and we see this foam spraying ahead of us. The other way continues on to a more peaceful and wholesome surrounding, more like the course we were on before approaching the waterfall. This brings us to the third option, and that is to use every means possible to direct the ship towards safety. Some people don't think that can be done. 
How on earth do we do this? How on earth do we do this? Well, let's look to the mission statement of our church to find the answer. Holy Transfiguration Orthodox Church. Our mission is to experience and share the love of Jesus Christ in a traditional Orthodox Christian community growing in godliness. I see in this statement the combination of the Benedict option and the third option that I proposed. In the Benedict option, which is named after St. Benedict, who established a rule of prayer and a rule of life, we are, in it we are called to experience the love of Jesus Christ and to grow in godliness in a traditional Orthodox Christian community. And that is what we must do, regardless of what else we do. But we also say that our mission is to share the love of Jesus Christ. This little word, share, means that we, it is not just for us. It means that we are called to bring this vision and this life to the world and especially to our beloved America, our country, America. I propose that we stay on the ship and build our community in the midst of it. And with everything that we have, every bit of strength and faith that we have, determined to to steer the ship to safety or die trying. Now how can we do this right here in Hibernia, Yuntsville, our little parish, our little mission parish? First of all, we need to be keenly serious about being a traditional Orthodox Christian community growing in godliness. This is how saints are produced. The majority of the saints are martyrs. And while it is true that many of them are saints because of the fact that they were martyred, it's also true that they were martyred because they were saints. You understand what I mean by that? They were martyred because they were saints. They didn't become saints after they were martyred. They were martyred because they were saints. They were holy. And because of that, they were martyred. And because of that, they were able to have the courage to be martyred, to stand up for the faith, to keep the faith against persecution. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and the reading of Holy Scripture must be the foundation of our life and our lifestyle. Saints are formed within families and monasteries, primarily. Saints are formed within families and within monasteries. 
And so this is the work we must be about. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and the reading of Holy Scripture in the context of our families, in the context of monasteries, in the context of our local parishes, our local churches. So that's the first thing. We need to be serious about just being truly Orthodox, Orthodox Christians. Secondly, we must be brave, courageous, and bold in standing up against the totalitarian force of political correctness. 2020 has been a year of crisis. And in every crisis, we see the growing fascism of the left, of the progressives, using these crises to force capitulation upon those who oppose them. Every crisis is being used to advance the progressive agenda at every level in the, in the mentality and thinking of the people, in the laws that are being established at, at a federal and local level. In every aspect, these crises are being used, regardless of where they've come from, in order to change our country. Whether it be staying at home to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, or kneeling to Black Lives Matter to show solidarity against racism, the left wing is waging a progressive war against human freedom and religious liberty. We cannot bow to that. We must be brave and speak the truth in love. Thirdly, the third thing we can do right here in our little community is as a church, we must offer our resources and our faith to the people around us. This is the sharing part. This is the sharing part. And already we have been reaching out to our community by assisting local families through our relationships with them through our food pantry and our water ministry, as well as the Bible study, which we started at the Athena Center a couple years ago and has led to some fruit, and our general presence as a source of Orthodox truth in this area, just being here, being a place where the truth can be heard. People can come and hear the truth. We also have established a cemetery committed ourselves to bury the dead in the traditional Orthodox Christian manner, to never turn away anybody who comes to us who needs assistance with burial. Today we are going to ask the blessing of Almighty God on a new ministry to fortify our community and to provide support to our neighbors. I mentioned this last week. And today we are going to officially be beginning this work by praying before God for his blessing upon it. This ministry is called Trail Life USA. This is a national Christian-based scouting program that helps boys become men. It has a statement of faith entirely compatible with the Nicene Creed. 
This ministry will be an inreach and an outreach. In other words, it's going to be something that will build up the people within our church and also be an outreach to those outside. We are praying that families will join our church as a result. We are also praying that God will send to us a family that can start a similar chapter for the young ladies in our church. This program is known as American Heritage Girls. And as your pastor, I am asking all of you to please be prepared to help with this ministry in some way. We'll need everybody's help. In some, some way, big or small, everyone is going to have to be involved, needs to be involved to help this succeed. So we will be calling on you. My children in Christ, this is a moment in history in which we need to stand up for our faith and stand up for our beloved country, United States of America. And at the end of our lives, we want to know that we did everything, everything we could to bring the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. And may we all become saints in the process. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. Amen.